Hi, this is Anna Poirier of Yoga Body Nutrition, and I'm here today with Brandy, who I'm going to be supporting and gaining some deeper insights and awarenesses and hopefully some tangible tools around her life path and her higher calling, and we'll be using her astrological birth chart to do that. So welcome, Brandy. It's so nice to have you here. Hi, thank you. So nice to be here. Awesome. Yeah. Um, if we could just start with you uh, sharing a little bit about just like who you are and, and what you're up to, what you do. Um, I live in St. Petersburg, Florida, and I own a business here doing hair. Um, my, let's see, I really love um, hiking, outdoors, um, anything to do with health and wellness, yoga, um, and just organic farming, just things like that. Those are kind of my interests. Um, and my business is kind of tied in with those things by, um, being a hair salon, but also supporting, um, using organic products and bringing kind of my craft and my um, artistry and my other passions together all in one. So that's, that's kind of in a nutshell what I've got going on over here. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's so great. Um, we haven't connected in a while. So it's so nice to hear what you're up to there. Um, yeah. <laughs> and do you have any uh, kind of specific questions or areas that you're looking to get some clarity on? Well, um, Yes, a, a lot, but let me see if I can just put it into a couple of things. Um, so during quarantine, um, I was not able to work for a couple months. I'm back to work now, but there was a lot of roller coaster of emotions, as I'm sure we've all experienced. And there was a lot of big um, question marks that were coming up for me, like, am I um, living in alignment with my, you know, highest, um, path of highest good for myself, for the world. And uh, am I living in alignment with my higher calling basically? Um, and so what I've kind of come to recently is it's in a couple different areas of life. It's with my, my, my health of my body because I've struggled for now going on close to, I think three or four years, um, with my hormones and my, um, thyroid problems. And I'm still struggling with those things. Um, and then also, um, juggling all of that with also starting a business and trying to bring my authentic self into that. And, um, it's, I'm now a year, a little over a year into my business and I was hitting these walls that was kind of like, okay, why am I coming out of my job every day, my business that I've created and I'm feeling drained and not feeling fulfilled. This isn't what I signed up for kind of thing. So basically, um, those two things are the main topics that I'm, you know, I'm finding more clarity, but I would also love to see astrologically how that aligns, um, too. Does that make sense? <laughs> it does. Yeah. So thank you. Um, absolutely for sure. 
All right, well, let's go ahead and get started. Um, and this will be, you know, I know you've had some experience with astrology, and this is like a little different flavor, I guess. So it'll, you know, hopefully it'll lend some other insights. And of course, depending on who's reading, I mean, there's so many variables. So uh -huh. um, anywho, all right, so we are we're going to start with, um, I'm going to start with your sun sign. I mean, that's usually kind of where we start and that you have in Taurus. I think you know that. <laughs> um, and when, uh, when looking at it from this life path perspective and this higher calling perspective, it, it's the sun sign is seen as definitely what you relate to within yourself and how, uh, you know, if you read about Taurus or you learn things about Taurus, you feel connected to that. You know, that, that, that feels true to you. Um, and, and it also is like this uh, thread um, or like magic fairy dust, I like to call it, magic fairy dust that you sprinkle throughout what you do and even flavors like the niche that you create for yourself. Um, and I think with Taurus, you know, we're looking at that groundedness and that hardworking nature and the sensuality, you know, things that deal with the senses and luxury, um, feel comfort, right? Like being able to be in comfort, um, art, the material this deals with money and um and structure building you know kind of like be and and that steadiness that rock to lean on and i think too like creating uh creating a strong foundation all very like taurian gifts um so i don't know if that you know there's also that slow movedness to that taurus can have because they're the bull and they're just slow and steady. <laughs> um, so I don't know how that, if, if you, if that sort of lands with you as far as like, Oh yeah, that's what you have typically related to inside of yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Pretty much all of those things that you said <laughs> that pretty much summarizes <laughs> what I've got going on. Of course, um, there's a few, <clears throat> I would say, there's a grounded nature that I embody that as well as kind of almost a very seemingly opposite, like adventurous and spontaneous nature as well. So it's probably just like a different part of my chart that brings in that energy. But I would say at my core, my center, yes, all of those things really um, even down to the sensuality and the art and everything, like all of that is very tied into things that are really important to me. And also, um, you know, of course, art, beauty is part of the senses, the eyes, seeing that. So, and it ties into, again, like basically my, my work and my day-to-day um, -day life. So. Right. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I think you just nailed it on the head because you shared something around the, pol not, the not necessarily the polar opposite, but um, sort of that opposing force inside of you, which is totally, I mean, I see that completely as your rising sign, which you have in Sagittarius. And mm -hmm. 
um, you know, actually, gosh, I always, sometimes I always forget this, but do 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 do. Yeah, okay, it's it's not right. I knew that, um, but it's you know, Sagittarius isn't the actual polar opposite of Taurus, but there there are there there can be a little bit of these seemingly opposing aspects, and when we look at your rising sign from the life path soul's mission uh, perspective through that lens that your rising is actually your life path and your mission kind of like what you're ascending to what you're rising to and what people are seeking you for and and what they're wanting from you and even what they're already seeing in you and wanting more of um to a large degree like the problem you're here to solve Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of an interesting way to to look at um, you know, the, birth, the birth chart in this way. And you, so Sagittarius has that adventurous, uh, freedom seeking quality, and um, even you know even to the point of sometimes being hard to pin down, which we you know we can talk about a little bit more when we talk about your Saturn. But um, this, but there's there's whiz, you know there's wisdom to Sagittarius there because they're seeking answers. You know, Sagittarius is seeking answers. They're opening themselves up to cultures and experiences. You know, there's that adventure, right? Whether it's actually globe trotting, um, which is a is sort of like a, t a typical stereotypical, like Sagittarius thing, they're travelers and this and that kind of wanderlust. But I think that can also relate to the internal adventures, like the adventures of learning more and discovering things. And, you know, mm -hmm. whether that be physical or emotional, spiritual, probably a little bit more spiritual because there is that spiritual aspect to Sagittarius and outside of the box thinking um, they're Sagittarius is a teacher. They're, they're writers, they're teachers. They, uh, they can, uh, start to create philosophy. It's about them kind of gathering that information and, and then being able to, um, create their own philosophies or their own theories. And, mm -hmm. So there's, yeah, like that, again, that outside of the box thinking is going to be really helpful to cultivating that. And like I said, you know, getting, I feel there's that getting outside the comfort zone to experience other cultures, other lands. Um, and Sagittarius is very helpful, you know, there, so it's like that wisdom is coming from that deeper desire to be of service, right. And, and, and give advice. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, that definitely resonates. I, I think I um, resonate with both the wanderlust outward travel and the internal <laughs> travel um, oh, exploration. And um, I definitely can say the times in my life when I feel the most alive are definitely when I have stepped outside of my comfort zone and being able to be inspired and also be an inspiration, you know? Um, and I think my time out in California, of course, was definitely a time of, um, 
me stepping outside far away from my home and my comfort zone and um and um exploring new things and then um the tourist side of me possibly had gave me a calling made me have an inner calling to be more grounded and also to recognize that I don't have to give up that adventurous spirit while also being grounded so just kind of like trying to balance the two so I feel like that's kind of where I am in life right now <laughs> it's like not floating around too much actually creating a lot more solid foundation but then also um, you know, I do get weighted down sometimes by the actual, um, the Taurus qualities, you know, of like feeling so grounded and so um, driven and so working and money, making money and creating my little empire, whatever, <laughs> you know, and then like forgetting to like, sometimes let that adventurous side in. So now that's where I'm kind of I think that's where I'm at right now is trying to kind of like incorporate the Sagittarius adventure into the, what I'm creating over here. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And that's, you know, and that's kind of hopefully what we can look at as we go through this reading is like weaving the pieces together and allowing them to create a tapestry that, you know, just offers a, uh, like a more holistic view on your, path forward, I guess. Um, and I'll just, you know, and I'll say that even though it's funny, cause like, you know, typically that like, okay, I'm working hard. And you mentioned, you know, you mentioned the health issues that have been sort of an ongoing struggle with you. And, and, <clears throat> you know, this is, you have, typically I'll look at that with like Virgo, right? Like Virgo will be like, they're just going to work, 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 work. And they're so perfectionistic and they, they want to get it done. And, and, and like, and then it just like sends them off into some kind of health issue because they've just given, 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 and they have nothing left to give. But, you know, there is, there is an aspect of that to Taurus. They're, they're, they're not quite as like, forfeiting of themselves, but you have Taurus in the sixth house. And so the sixth house is ruled by Virgo. And, and so I, I, I have this sense for you that there is just this awareness around the balance of work and play, right? Like Taurus, Taurus is going to work hard, but really like ultimately that, that balance Taurus, then they they get to sit back and and like enjoy and relax and like enjoy the fruits of their labor. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think that's just kind of in a, an awareness for you to have. And, um, yeah. And I, so I'll just, I'll just kind of plant that little seed <laughs> and, um, and then we'll, we'll kind of continue on with, the reading, I would say the other place, which is where I'm going to next, that we can look at specifically around, like when there are some health challenges is your moon. Um, you know, your moon being, uh, the emotions. It's also your motivation inside of your business or your higher calling. Like this is what keeps you, this is what allows you, like your emotions are there to let you know that 
you're on track, you know, or like if you're reaching that stuck point or, you know, like health challenges kind of like coming up or, or um, creating roadblocks, this can be an opportunity to take care of the moon. And, you know, it deals with your shadows and, and healing some of that, um, healing some of those shadows or emotional spaces inside of yourself and bringing some light. And I really think of it too as like self-care. Um, so that you have in Leo and, you know, Leo is, Leo, I, Leo, sorry, so Leo is ruled by the sun, uh, deals with the heart. And so there's really like warm, warm quality to Leo. And it's like the inner child and self-expression and there's a confidence to Leo and, and they love to adore, but what is really important for them is they want to be adored in return. Like it's, yeah. it's sort of not like I just give the adoration, but there is a little bit of undercurrent of an expectation or a desire really for that reciprocation on some level. Um, so there can be a bit of a people pleasing thing with, you know, with the, with the Leo aspect and sometimes even a mask wearing because it's like, well, if I, if I am like this, if I, if I do this or I behave this way, I'm not getting that acknowledgement, but if I do it this way, you know, <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, and then there's also all the creativity that Leo brings and um, just the, I think the intellect that, that Leo brings as well. But if we're looking at more of the shadows around Leo, it's, um, it's like, you know, when you, basically we want to look at like, when you are feeling emotionally triggered or stuck or something like that, you know, what happens, what happens for you? Do you, do you get, you might even get a little bit like in your, in your whole childlike self and like, hmm, nobody, you know, nobody loves me. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like sitting here and nobody appreciates me and adores me and wow, wow, wow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there can definitely be a little, little of that. And even this, um, perhaps even an overcompensation of like getting in the ego, right? Because the, because Leo, the shadow is really like getting kind of egotistical and full of yourself and, mm -hmm. um, and all that. So we want to look at like, how do we, how do we nurture this aspect and take care of it? And, you know, I think part of that is, being sure that that those emotions that are flowing through are authentically self-expressed, right? That there that there can be that authentic self-expression, and the, when we look at the opposite, even the opposite of Leo, it's Aquarius, and Aquarius, um, there you know that's kind of like that rebellious, uh, very innovative there they kind of almost don't even really like, like I have this I have this 
you know, totally different idea that's going to like create big change. And I don't really care what anybody thinks. So there's a certain aspect of like being able to, to not wear the mask so that there's that full self-expression for Leo and even just taking care of the inner child, like being able to care for and nurture that inner child and like hold space for the inner child so that that, you know, you don't reach that point where you feel like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not getting heard. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I totally, all of this resonates so much. Like it's crazy because all of these things you're saying are so in alignment with the things I've been just intuitively feeling um, with, especially how I was talking about before quarantine, before I got that break to just sit and like look at my everything and reflect. I was like, I was really actually going down this rabbit hole of starting to feel resentment towards my own business that I've created because of me not actually um, setting boundaries, which has been, or setting boundaries, but not setting enough boundaries to be caring for myself. And I think that ties in with the people pleasing. I'm in a business of literally serving people. I do their hair and I'm giving them a service and it's my job to make them feel very um, nurtured and, and good, but there's a way to, it's actually better for everyone. I realize this, that, you know, if I'm full and able to give them authentic um, care and, and like really enhance, this is what I want to create. And I was getting to the situation where I was attracting maybe a clientele that wasn't really my ideal clientele. And therefore I'm feeling very drained and I'm going down this rabbit hole and I'm realizing the, you know, you saying that even the word authentic, like I'm, I'm kind of branding myself right now in my business. And this, this topic of authenticity has been the biggest topic of my whole world right now, because it's just so simple. And so it's just the truest that form of anything is your authentic self is like your total, like just raw living to your truest self. Right. And I'm that, that's what I need to be able to do in my personal life as well as in my business life. And I was finding that I wasn't able to, to, I wasn't feeling allowed to be authentic in my own space because I created it in a way that I was actually bending over to accommodate other people who maybe didn't you know, like you said, I wasn't feeling seen or understood or blah, 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 whatever. So, you know, it's just amazing that you're saying all this stuff because it's just so aligning <laughs> with totally what I'm like experiencing right now and working on and all of that. So, yeah, well, cool. It's, I'm, I'm super happy to hear that, that it's, it's affirming in that way too. And, and just opening you up to that. And I, you know, I would say that something you can kind of toy with this for yourself as far as how to take care of it. You know, you named off some things already, but um, it may even be that you need to have something in place where you feel acknowledged, where you feel heard and uh, self-expressed. And that could be inside of your business to the point of like, you know, collecting, um, 
reviews and, or even just reading them, you know, reading mm -hmm. reviews or testimonials or what have you, um, asking for that acknowledgement mm -hmm. to be able to move forward. Right. Right. Yes. I, I do feel fortunate. I have a lot of, um, wonderful clients and, and reviews and I definitely have been affirmed in a lot of ways. So I want to make sure I acknowledge that too, <laughs> not just the, the parts that are not, um, going as smoothly as I'd like. Um, and I think that the biggest thing for the acknowledgement right now is, um, me it's acknowledging my the business more so than me as the individual that's how I'm starting to feel like I need there needs to be more of a foundation of the brand so that I am operating within that instead of it just being like I'm just this little person and you're just coming to me you know what I mean it's like this is my company my business my brand what I represent I really kind of dove in and forgot that, or really just never really knew I'm learning, of course, that, oh, how are all these people going to know what I stand for and what I represent if I don't tell them? And then how am I going to, you know, I can't stand here behind my chair every single day and exhaust myself trying to explain to every person what I'm offering. Like, so it's kind of just kind of obvious stuff, but as a new business owner, you know, so what I'm bringing acknowledgement to in my business is my brand and what I represent and so that I can attract like-minded people who care about those things so that it's not like, you know, maybe the pricing that I offer is, um, you know, it's going to be valued more by the people who actually have the same values as what I'm offering. Does that make sense? And Yes, it does. Um, absolutely. 100%. I'm like, that's, every, yeah, what you're saying is super cool because I think what we're going to go into next, um, hopefully is going to illuminate this because we are going to talk about your ideal client or customer and who are they and how do you, how do you serve them? How do you tie in all these pieces? Which, um, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was going to say which, which should help with the whole, you know, idea about branding. So that was more a, like, what we're going to move towards that. Um, I don't okay. know if you were going to say something about that. No, no, that's, that's perfect. I didn't know if you were asking me or if we were just, I know, <laughs> but, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's perfect. That sounds great. Okay, cool. All right. So what I, I think what, let's go into, before we talk about Saturn or any of that, like, um, Let's go into your south node and your north node um, because I think this will be, yeah, I think this will be useful in um, before we go into your 12th house. Um, so, okay, your south node you have in Libra and your north node is in Aries. Um, and I'm going to start with your south node. That's your natural gifts. That's your kind of the abilities that you came here with and something that comes naturally to you, something that comes organically to you. And, uh, you know, Libra is about beauty. Libra is represented by Venus. Um, this is mm -hmm. art. This is partnership too. keeping the peace, keeping the, you know, like balancing the scales, maintaining justice. Uh, she is the best supporting actress 
So she works well inside of the social sphere, but can sometimes be, um, you know, not always willing to like step into more of the independent role, right? And sh and she's got she's got a lot of ideas and very you know dynamic in that way. Um, but sometimes there's a little bit of indecisiveness that can flare up flare up with um, with Libra. And I definitely think that whole idea of people pleasing can come in with Libra too. So this is another place where it may show up um, for you. But that, so again, this is like, like I said, those natural abilities that you have that are really embracing these, these uh, beautiful gifts that Libra has. And you're doing, you know, I mean, the fact that you're beautifying and, and also that you're bringing in nature, you know, she, she loves nature. You're infusing that organic kind of nature, that harmony, that peace that, that offers a little different edge. Um, when we look at your North node in Aries, this is going to be more of your challenge and ultimately your destiny. It's like the challenge that's leading you towards your destiny. <clears throat> um, and that you have an Aries. I said that. So this is like Aries is Aries is more of the, the solo star. Like they're the leader that Aries is like fiery, dynamic, enthusiastic, passionate, like, okay, I've got this big idea. Bam. You know, like, <laughs> Um, that, you know, this is it. So there's, there's this challenge coming to you. And I think you're really moving towards this with what you shared is, is moving towards taking leadership and mm. inside of that, another challenge for like Aries great with those big ideas, but then they don't want to deal with all the nitty gritty details. Like I don't want to, I don't want to handle all this like minutia that comes along with actually bringing this into fruition. So I think part of the challenge inside your North node is going to be um, using the Libra gifts of like partnership, harmony, all of that, like, but pulling in those people that are going to support, that are going to take care of the minutiae, like the team almost. Aries is going to need a team. Okay. Um, and it, you know, and that obviously needs to be aligned um, and all of that. But that, that challenge really is about asserting independence and that leadership and stepping forward is a little more of the star with that support, you know, with that support rather than just being like, the inside of the supportive team, if that makes sense. Yes. Okay. And, and I'll say too, that you have, you have, um, Aries, Aries is ruling your fourth house. So inside of this, uh, North node, you've got that and yeah, no, there's nothing else in your fourth house. So that's really also about like the community you're here to create. So if we think about mm -hmm. that, like, you're really here to like be, be in this kind of leadership, um, solo star kind of, I don't know, role inside of the community that you create, you know? 
So I have a question. Yeah. Um, all of that is just so, again, just resonating so much. And um, I, my question is, um, oh my gosh, now I lost. <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. I'll tell you if I. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. Definitely. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's okay. Definitely chime in if if you want to um, ask that. Um, okay. So what I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of take this into your twelfth house and. I, I remember the question. Sorry. Yeah, go for it. Do it. Do um, it. So is there something in my chart that, and maybe we've already talked about it, that creates a lot of resistance to that, um, that calling to being in a leadership role? Because I think this actually is really the genuine challenge of exactly where I'm at right now, just how you had said, because I feel that calling and it's almost like I keep having to resist. I'm resisting it so much. And then I get kind of like slung shot into this remembrance of like, this is your kind of like mission or whatever. And then, and then I have this other side of me that's kind of like resisting that. And also maybe not, maybe not wanting that responsibility or maybe it's not feeling confident or a little bit of both. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Great question. And, um, as you were asking that, I was just taking a peek here to see, um, I would say yes, potentially. So, um, and that would probably be with your Saturn that's, that's in your first house. So your first house being ruled by Aries um, and Saturn being that little, like, you know, that prodder and potentially like, how do I say a roadblock? But, um, so let's talk about Saturn before we go into your 12th house. Cause that's, that hopefully might shed a little bit of light on your question. Um, if we, so if you look at Saturn, Saturn is the disciplinarian. He's interested in the plan and that you're moving towards the plan and you have Saturn in Sagittarius in your first house. So the first house is going to deal with the self, with your identity, with, um, and I would even say like a bit of stepping into that leadership quality that your North node is, is bringing forward. Um, and that the, you know, I'm trying to think of something. Yeah. Like I think just being, being more embracing that. And because you have, it's in Sagittarius, we're going to be, we're looking back at some of those qualities, some of those aspects of what your rising is in Sagittarius. And this, this is like, okay, where if Saturn was like, okay, Sagittarius, I want, you know, I, 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 I want to see that the work is getting done and that we're on track to the bigger plan um, and that you're not getting stuck in maybe some of the places that you get stuck. And like once Saturn, once there's like this harmonious relationship there, that then Saturn's going to reward. Saturn's going to reward with opportunities, with money, uh, you know, all of, all of that. So it definitely is like more mm -hmm. of a material aspect. And, um, and so I, I think really it's going to involve embracing more of the set, like, like coming into a place of identity, not from like an egotistical place, but like, 
like really relating to yourself as and using so what am i trying to say relating to yourself as what some of those sagittarian elevated qualities of having real wisdom to share having outside of the box philosophies to offer so this may be brandy where you have to sit down and in the whole like in looking at what your brand is and all that like um getting start like literally like creating your own philosophy that Mm. might be based on your education and things that you've collected but not like the basics but but really being a little more like a step ahead so Mm -hmm. a bit of a trailblazer which i think is also something with aries they're going to be a trail but there's that they're the first sign of the cycle so Mm -hmm. there's that trailblazing sagittarius is totally on board for that um but I think the thing with Sagittarius is pinning them down, right? Like sometimes <laughs> there can be because they're like, I want my freedom. I want to feel, you know, like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I know. I definitely know. <laughs> yeah. So this will be like identifying with that inside of yourself and, and then, um, you know, and it may be that there is inside of your brand a teaching aspect, like that you are actually educating because of that master teacher role of Sagittarius. So it's like maybe Saturn is like, let's see that you're actually educating about some of these deeper components. Um, and and it, it's going to probably be deeper than just 101 about like, the quality, the impeccability of what you're offering of like all organic and in harmony with the earth and, you know, all that stuff. And like actually maybe having these adventures, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. what's the adventure, the kind of like a little bit of that luxury too, that Taurian luxury, luxurious adventure of the senses and of the soul. And before I, I'm like feeling this lead into the 12th house around this, but I want to check it. I want to take a moment to pause and just see how that lands. Oh, it all sounds very lovely. I'm totally (laughs) feeling it. And yes, it's, yes, it's all definitely resonating. Um, Absolutely. All of those things. That's exactly, I mean, you don't, you genuinely don't even know like what it is I have to have to offer because we live so far away and haven't seen you in so long and and you're just saying all these things that are all exactly you know very kind of generalized but definitely general ideas of everything it is I have to offer like a high-end very luxurious um, but also kind of earthy and very basic at the same time, you know, it's like basic human nature to be attracted to, um, the earth and nature and art and beauty and all these things. But then also it's very luxurious that during modern day life to be able to offer that, um, and something that connects us to that because in some ways, you know, we're very disconnected as a whole and that 
in the modern world, you know? So yeah, it all sounds lovely. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, this is perfect because this is, if we go into your 12th house, which is your karmic debts, it's the end of the cycle, right? It's the end of the cycle. You're kind of like doing karmic house cleaning. That's the idea that if you do the karmic house cleaning and you look at the limiting beliefs and look at the subconscious and the unconscious, that then you are ready to evolve into the next cycle. So that's sort of the 12th house on a personal level. Mm. But in the life path uh, lens, we're actually seeing this also as the archetype of who you're here to serve of who you're actually targeting, and this is Scorpio. So you have your 12th house ruled by Scorpio, and there are no, yeah, there's no other planets in there. Um, So this is like that Scorpio archetype is who you're here to serve, and then inside of you serving them, you're working through your karmic debts. And you can think about them as you a few years ago. Like if it's, if you're going to start to like uh, meditate on that and, and feel into it, that would be it. But we can talk too about, you know, just some of these aspects because we want to be able to tie in these other pieces of of you and who you are. But I would say one of the biggest things with, Scorpio is that you know you're talking to someone who has a BS radar. Like they do not superficialities, like little like just make nice nice. They're not interested in that. They can go mm-hmm. deep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they can they can handle it. And and um and so they're, you know, that's going to be important. And that's great because you have the Sagittarius. So they're seeking that, like that, because Sagittarius is also like, you know, going into the deeper wisdoms and all of that. They're not just surface. They're not just that basic level. And so that's a symbiotic relationship to turn up the volume on that Sagittarian philosophy. Um, so they're going to appreciate that. Mm. Um, And if we look at, you know, okay, so this may not be something directly that you're addressing inside of your business, but like, I think of with Sagittarius, I mean, sorry, Scorpio, it's like, you know, what are the intimacy issues? And that could be really the intimacy issues within themselves. Like, and I think because you have your, um, your Chiron is in Gemini, there is this with, and that's your kind of your wound you're here to heal that also is, can become your superpower with what you're here to heal in others um, is sometimes with Chiron and Gemini, there's like this difficulty in going deep inside of yourself of like connecting to your heart. Mm. And it can be, even though, uh, you know, Sagittarius, I'm sorry, I keep doing that. Scorpio is like they're they're deep they're investigators they're like getting to the root they're digging around they're interested in the psyche they're very smart and even though i they're a water sign i i get this sense that because they're also super sensitive that 
it may be like, are they actually willing to go deep inside of themselves? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I think of this intimacy thing and it's like creating this, this deeper experience of, and it may be that you pull in Brandy, like different aspects of, of like the occult or I don't know, you're like have some kind of just some, something that starts to, and it may not be like what you lead with, like kind of spiritual exploration, um, Mm. through the avenue of senses and beauty. And I think in letting them feel, there's also like an intensity to, to Scorpio that they, that, that this, the, the, the Libran like beauty and harmony and, and balance could like help to soften Scorpio and allow them to soften inside of themselves in, in their heart and in that intimacy exploration. Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, having it, I, again, like having that, um, having that Sagittarius, there like that they're look you know that there can be like this fun kind of adventurous quality there too that they'll be attracted to but that has depth and that's mm-hmm. straight you know straight shooting and um yeah that's just that's just kind of what i there may be there may be um just try, I'm just kind of like feeling into that. Like overall Scorpio is, is there's a confidence, but I still think when you're looking at this 12th house, it's, it's working through maybe some, some truly confident places around trusting that, that deep laser of intellect and knowing in, uh, intuition that's there Mm -hmm. with, so the 12th house and the Scorpio is what is who I'm here to serve basically yep. is what you were saying. Exactly. Okay. And like I said, it's, it's you. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of a cool way to look at it. And, and it's you a few years back, right? Because you're also working through this. So you're working through it together. Right. But you're, yeah. you're a few steps okay. ahead. That makes so much sense. And it does like it all, ties in so um perfectly because it truly is um you know whether it be my clients at my business whether it be my team that I eventually um build which has been definitely in the in the works I've been planting those seeds anyway (laughs) and um (laughs) and you know all these things that maybe I've been resistant to and didn't even necessarily want but then I'm like oh wait yes I this is actually what's going to fulfill my soul and my purpose you know so I'm being less resistant um and that's that's good um but yeah just the the idea of serving in any capacity in my personal life within myself and within my business and everything. Um, it being more of on a deeper level versus being more superficial is absolutely just like in a nutshell, just resonates so deeply with me because that's, you know, part of 
my struggle with my industry as much as I love what I do has a lot of times been, oh my gosh, is this just like a superficial thing? And the answer is no, it doesn't have to be, but it can be, you know, <laughs> that's anything. But of course, with the, the physical beauty being like that, the forefront of the whole business is kind of like, um, I've had to question that. And it's, and so I've come to this place of recognizing that I actually do have to be that trail trailblazer and that person to be a leader and create um, my own philosophy and brand. And because it, because I can make it whatever I want, I don't have to follow, you know, I've never been successful at following other people's ways. And that's kind of ultimately how I've ended up where I am now. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, put on your big girl britches and now you need to step into that role because, you know, what are you resisting? Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. I love it. And and I think um you know, one thing that just kind of popped up again, I have no idea if this resonates with you, but but because of what you're dealing with, like, I was like, oh my God, you know, it could be like a chakra experience, right? Like where there's the different elements of the chakras. So that brings in different elements of nature and, and that there's maybe scents that are involved in that. It's all organic. You have this opportunity to maybe even educate them about what they're, you know, going through and that there can literally be this healing component um that's unique yes and, and I, out. I think that my um my own healing journey is when you were talking about serving you know maybe community that that's serving people who maybe are a few years thinking of myself a few years ago and I'm thinking right. And within myself, what really is resonating is my healing journey and how, you know, I have felt defeated by my, um, my imbalance in my body that has caused me to have these health issues. And to the point that I've convinced myself, oh, how can I represent something if I can't even create it in my own life, you know, and that's where I was getting stuck. And now I have this new you know, after meditating for two months in quarantine, <laughs> I found this new sense of inspiration that is like reminding me that this is part of the journey is feeling defeated and getting to this point where you have to um, just dig deeper, continuously dig deeper and dig deeper until, because there's not, you know, there's a purpose for all of this. And, and I feel very much so that the whole idea of my brand and everything is, you know, the reason I'm not feeling fulfilled at work is because maybe I'm not actually, um, living in my fullest capacity in my personal life. And it's really bringing it all together. And there is no other there. It's just, there's just so much authenticity in the whole experience that, um, that it's all tied together. And I think that even within my brand, I, could have a possibility of helping other people who have gone through similar health issues as me, as I continue to um, go down the path of healing, if that makes sense. It absolutely does. And yep. And that's really, that's what a higher calling is, you know, that's yeah. And it's not easy. That's for sure. (laughs) No, it's not really the easy route, but you know, ultimately it is definitely the, the, The you know, 
Yeah. And, and the most that's going to support you, but in that, in that supporting of you, the, 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 what's going to support the greater global, you know, whatever consciousness, like that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's where you're going to have that power. So it's really, I'm just excited. (laughs) Thank you. It's been lovely to um, kind of catch up also through the astrology reading. (laughs) I know. I agree. I totally agree. Um, Yeah. And, and uh, hopefully we'll have the opportunity to do that on a more personal level too. (laughs) Yeah. Not too distant future, but um, okay. So I just want to, I want to tie it up and see if, make sure you don't have any like outstanding questions from what we covered. Um, are you asking me now? Yes. Do you oh, have okay. any outstanding Sorry. questions? That's okay. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, I think that we, I think that I, what, what I want to say is that I think through this whole experience that pretty much everything that you said resonated and affirmed and also gave me new perspectives on things and I'm just really grateful for that um and I I really actually feel pretty complete with it all so awesome and uh like would you say that there were any specific just like ahas or clarity that stands out um I think when you got into this section about the Scorpio in the 12th house that mm-hmm. even though it was a little, it was almost like there was a little bit of a, um, elusive quality to kind of like what we were talking about, but it was resonating with me on this very like deep level that is very personal too. Does that make sense? So it's like, yeah. this is, you know, you get, we're giving me the general information and I'm, um, the aha moment for me was, you know, yeah, this, this is where, although the topic is the business, my entire, every single thing has been tied together for me in the past, um, couple months of questioning and then coming to some sorts of direction with the recognition that every single thing that I'm creating in my business and my brand and what it is, I'm going to offer the world to make my living, but also as my offering, just love offering to the world is all tied into me bringing it back to my own authentic truth and self in my own life. And, you know, that when you talked about even the intimacy um, struggles within that, that can occur and things like that, it helped me um, to kind of have that click in my mind of, okay, you know, yeah, don't forget, this is something within yourself, that intimacy with my own self, within my own personal relationships, and how important that is to actually allow me to shine into the world in professionally and in every other way, so. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, that's so cool to hear. Um, very good. All right, so then I will ask you, what do you feel you can take away, like, from the reading now, just to maybe like an action step or two that you're like, Oh yeah, this makes sense to me. Um, I think what I can take away what's coming to me is really that affirmation that, um, the leadership role of just continuing on that path and not getting 
to a, not allowing myself to talk myself out of it by, you know, saying, oh, I'm, you're not qualified to be a leader or this or that or whatever the mind is going to try to trick me, you know, because um, so much of what you were saying was so was resonating. And even the part that you said about building a team, I was like, wow, up until two months ago, or even a month ago, I was like, not even thinking that way. And then it like, it's just been kind of organically coming out that this is something that that is likely going to be part of my path and import an important part and something that is taking me out of my comfort zone. So I think what I what I can take away mostly is um, in that regard is like just to remember it's in the stars, you know, <laughs> like I yeah. cannot fight this. It's in the stars and I need to just embrace it and continue to, you know, just trust in that process and allow it to happen. Yay. Okay. I love it. So um, <laughs> <laughs> good, my dear. All right. Well, we, we're going to wrap it up and I will send you the recording. Um, so you'll have that. And then I just look forward to hearing what keeps coming about. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I definitely appreciate the recording and um, let's catch up soon on a personal level. <laughs> that sounds awesome, Brandy. Thank you so much for sharing and just being sure. here and everything. Thank you too, Anna. I'll Bye. talk to you soon. Sounds great. Have a great rest of the day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.